What's up, everybody? Make some noise. No, I am not Pastor Joe. Oh, I know you're sad. You know, he's a lot thinner than me, but I think I'm cuter. Okay, that's just what I'm going to say. My name's Ishmael. How are you guys? You guys made it to church today, man. Who's excited to be here? Man, I love all y'all. Man, we're going to have an awesome time. All right? All right? Everyone just, yeah. All right, so, th so maybe you guys, uh, if you don't know me, my name's Ishmael Lopez, all right? I've been coming to this church for about 12 years now. Everybody say, whoa, <laughs> 12 years, praise the Lord. I'm an elder here. All that means is that I love you, and I'm your servant, and then I help with the churchy stuff, okay? Okay? So hold on. You guys have my permission to laugh at me, Okay. You have my permission to look at me funny. You have my permission to say amen. If, you, if, you've, if you've noticed around the church sometimes when the preacher is preaching, I, I might go, whoa. Anybody notice that about me? You are free to do whatever you want. If you hear something good, say amen. All right? You don't have to go like me, whoa. You know, you don't have to be all weird like that. But you can be yourself, all right? All right. So I'm married to a beautiful woman named Robin. She's a cutie. Nice red head, you know, very foxy. And uh, I have four boys, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And they're awesome. And they're not here, but I, and I miss them. But uh, they're good boys. They run around and drive me nuts. You know, yesterday I was, uh, we went to basketball, and I said, hey, Luke, you, if, you want, if you want to watch, he wants to watch a movie, right? He wants to watch School of Rock, which I really don't want him to watch. But it, he wants to watch it. He saw, you know, he saw a little bit of it. He's like, can I watch that movie? I said, if you make four baskets today, then you can watch the movie. Well, he only, he actually, he shot twice and missed them both yesterday at basketball. And Johnny, actually, no, his, his was two. Johnny was four. Johnny made one, and, uh, but they still didn't get to watch the movie. So praise the Lord for them. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is what I do for a living. So I want to kind of tell you what I do so maybe you can relate to what I do. For a living, for money, right? For to keep my family. This is what I do. I wake up at about 4:30 in the morning. Who wakes up early for work? All right, a lot of y'all. Good, very good. All right, wake up about 4:30 in the morning. I get ready. I drive about an hour. Who 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 commutes to work in their cars? How about the train? All right, I drive to work for about an hour. All right, downtown, and then I get to talk. My at eight o'clock. I get to have a team talk, just like we do here at church, right? And this is what I do. I'm the safety guy on the job. And I say, all right, guys, this is what we're, what's going on today. This is how you're going to be safe, all right? But before we do that, we do something called stretch and flex. Why don't you stand up? All right. Stretch and flex. So I've had about maybe about 10 years of sciatic pain, back pain. Anybody ever have back pain? The last about, thank you, the last about two years or so since I started doing this, I've been doing this one stretch, and I haven't had a back pain since. So put your hands on your hips, all right? Put your hands on your hips. Put your chin up. Push your pelvis out. Uh, uh, just push it out. You feel that in your lower back? Now, don't be weird about it. Just push it out. This is not weird. This is not weird at all. All right, back to center. Now loosen your arms and twist. Yeah. Not good? Not good. You get the blood flowing. Now 
Turn your wrist. All right. Very good. Look at you guys. You guys are good little construction workers. All right. Now look at your neighbor and smile. Keep turning your wrist. Smile. No, keep. Go on. Keep smiling. All right. Good. You guys are a good. You guys are a good audience. You're a good. Uh, good team. You have a seat. All right. Now, if y'all didn't know me, you probably wouldn't do any of that. But thank you for trusting me. So today's sermon title of the sermon is I haven't even gotten into it yet. That was just the introduction, as Joe likes to say. Today's sermon is the beauty of relationship. Everybody say relationship. I'm going to need somebody's help, ushers or whatever. Can you grab me a chair? Put it out here, please, with one chair here. I want you guys to uh, get a glimpse of relationship, why that's beautiful, why it's important. But I'm going to need you to imagine something with me. I'm going to need you to use your brain to imagine, use your imagination, all right? So close your eyes, and I want you to think. Imagine a time before humanity existed, before the planet was created, before there were stars, before there was a sun, all right? Before there was any universe, no universe, right? You guys there? You guys there? You can respond, yes? All right, no creation. Now imagine no angels. All right, God hadn't created angels yet. No demons, no devil, no angels, all right? What do we have left? All right, God, right? God, there, is, there God is, sitting on the throne. You can open your eyes now. There God is. What's missing here? If God is alone, what's missing? Nothing's missing? Huh? Come on. This is, this is, let's do like a back and forth, like a call and response here. All right. If God is, if God is alone, what's missing? Everything? I like that answer. If God is alone, what's missing? Worship, someone said worship, right? How about this? How about sun? Give me another chair, please. Somebody. Sun and spirit. Can God ever really be alone? Why not? Because he's three, right? God is three. Can I get another chair there? Make three chairs? <laughs> Thank you. Now, what's going on in this trinity, as we like to call it? What's going on here? Relationship, right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? Here we go. I'm just going to get down here with y'all. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. In the beginning was the, and the word was, and the word was. Amen. Pros, in the beginning was the word, and the word was pros, God. Pros meaning to be face to face with God. To be eye to eye with God. Man, I'm excited. <laughs> this excites me, right? Because here is the source of all relationship. Here is the source of community. 
Here is the source of love. Can this alone, God, love? Why not? There's no one to love. Can this alone, God, have relationship? Why not? You guys are smart. We're getting it. There's no one to have relationship with. How do we understand God to be? In the beginning was the? The word was with? The word was God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God is eternally loving. His love is eternal because he's always had someone to love. Amen. He's always had someone to love. Therefore, relationship is important. Relationship. Man, I'm out of shape. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Relationship is important, right? Hallelujah. So we're going to talk about the beauty of relationship. Look at your neighbor and say, I love you. And, and uh, this is going to be a good word. Okay. So what do we see in the persons of the Trinity? We see Father. The Father loves the Son. The Son loves the Father. Amen. The Holy Spirit binds it all together. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit loves Father. Holy Spirit loves Son. It's reciprocal love. It's a circular love. It doesn't end. It doesn't stop. It has no end, no beginning. It's relational. Amen? And then what does God do? What does God say? He says, let us make man in our what? In our image and our likeness. Say likeness. Likeness. Like this. Why were you created? Why were you created? For what? With whom? With God, right? You were created. This is like, we, t we say this all the time. You know, oh, we're not religious. This is a relationship. But do we ever, do we understand that relationship, it's, it's what it's always been about. It's what it's always been about. The Father loving the Son, the Son loving the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit binding it all together. Amen. A, a constant unity of love, a constant togetherness of relationship, a constant community. Amen. What we try to build every day when we get up to go to work, what we try to build every day with our families and with our friends, what we're trying to do as a society, as a nation, God had already had it. In, in millennia ago, eternity's past. It's existed. Amen? It's existed for you and for me. He made us in his image to invite us into this, to invite us into the Trinity, into union with God. That should excite you. Amen? That should get you up in the morning with a little pep in your step. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You know, way back, like in 4th century, there was a council, the Council of Nicaea, and they were debating the, the, uh, the nature of Christ, like who he was, you know. And there gets this, this man, you know, little heretic. He gets up and he says, well, you know, Jesus is the Son. 
And uh, he's subordinate to the Father. He was created by the Father. He's beneath the Father. So he goes on and on in his blasphemy, right? And then, have you guys seen a, uh, have you guys seen my Facebook page? I like to post Santa Claus, like pimp slapping the guy. Ever seen that? That's St. Nick. Literally, St. Nicholas of Myra gets up and just slaps, you know, uh, Arius. Says, shut up. He couldn't deal with his, he couldn't deal with his heresy anymore. Because Jesus, all right, the Son is eye to eye with the Father. Face to face. Pros. Co-equal. Co-eternal, as Athanasius says. You know, he is not beneath. He's not below. He's not above. They're co-equal. Everybody say co-equal. Co-eternal. Amen. They share the same majesty, the same lordship, the same unity that they had. They're trinity, tri-unity. They're one. Amen. And this is what we're, this is what we stand for. We should stand for trinity. We should stand for belief because if we don't stand for trinity, everything else crumbles. Everything else crumbles. If we don't stand for this relationship, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we will crumble in our faith. We don't know what relationship is. We don't know. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to study this out. You want to know God? Know the trinity. Amen? If you want to know God, know the Trinity. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Each person of the Trinity is self-giving. Everyone say self-giving. They give of themselves. Amen. Each person of the Trinity is other-focused. Say other-focused. They focus on somebody else. Right? Isn't that an ideal relationship? Don't we desire that, to give of ourselves and focus on somebody else? And when someone does that for us, doesn't that feel great? When someone gives of themselves to us and focuses and centers themselves around us? That's how the Trinity is. That's how the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are. Amen? Let us make man in our image, that image. You know, when uh, Robin and I got married, we wanted to have children. We waited a couple years. But before we had children, we had this cat, this cat named Seven. Anybody remember Seven? Anybody? <laughs> you guys remember? He's a good cat. And I'm not even a cat dude, you know, but I was for about 10 years. Anyway, so Seven would poop in his kitty litter, right? And we'd have to change the litter. We didn't have kids yet. And then, you know, Robin and I, we can tend to get messy sometimes. And, you know, the, the garbage would pile up. And you know, who's going to throw it out? Oh, it's my turn to throw it out. Okay, I'll throw it out. But usually it was Rob. Robin did it because she, you know, wouldn't stand for me just not throwing it out. But anyway, so there's garbage. There's dishes, right? Who has dishes? Any married couples? Dishes out there? Dirty dishes. You guys fight about doing the dishes, right? So did we pause and say, you know what? We got to have babies. We should have children. Because who's going to clean this kitty litter? <laughs> who's going to wash these dishes? Who's going to throw out this trash? I think we should have kids. You think that's the, how the conversation went? 
Huh? <laughs> Tina's like, I hope not. That's not how it went. See, we didn't really have a conversation about having children. We just knew that we had what for each other. Fill in the blanks. Love for each other. And what did we want to do? Multiply, make a family. For what reason? To share in that love. To share in that love. Right? It was a natural thing. Baby, I love you. Baby, I love you. Well, let's make babies. <laughs> Why? So they can partake in this love. Amen? And that's exactly what God was thinking when he said, let us make you, 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 in our image, in our likeness, so that we can welcome them to this. Isn't that beautiful? We can welcome everyone to this, every person. Why? Because it's natural to share love. It's natural to want to give love, right? It's just natural to be a part. Let's say this. How about this? I wasn't, I just thought of this example. Have you, anybody have family from out of town that they come in town sometimes and you're like, let's go downtown, right? Why? Because you want to show them things, right? Look at that building. Look at this building, you know? Look at the lake. It's so cool. You love your city, don't you? You love Chicago. You're still here after a 14-inch snowstorm, you know? You love this town. Hallelujah. And you're excited about showing them something that you love, right? You're like, come on, I'll take you to the museum, I'll take you to the zoo, I'll take you to whatever, you know, because you love it. And then they're driving, and you're driving, and you know, look, look at that one, and they're looking at the Sears Tower. Oh, look at this one. Oh, they're next one. You know, <laughs> John Hancock, you're just like, point, point to this, and then, whoa, they're overwhelmed, right? It's exactly how the father is. Look at the son. This is my son. In him I'm well pleased. Whoa! In him I'm well pleased. Holy Spirit is saying, look, look at the father. Look at his goodness. Look at his mercy. Look at his love. Look, 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 look. Jesus is saying, look at my father. Look at how he is. He's so wonderful. Woo! Whoa! That's how God is. That's how God is. Hallelujah. And that's what he's invited you to. Amen. Man, I got so much stuff to talk about. Hallelujah. Image. You're made in the image of God. They try to bait Jesus, right? I got scripture here somewhere. Mark chapter 12, verse 14. You know, he can put it up, but I'll tell you the story. They try to bait Jesus. They said, hey, Jesus, we know you're cool, right? And, uh, you know, teacher, we know that you're, you're a man of integrity. You're not swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. <laughs> They're kissing up to Jesus, you know. But you teach the way of God in accordance to the truth. Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? Keep going. Next verse. Whose image is this? <laughs> That's what Jesus asked, right? Whose inscription? Caesar replied. Caesar, they replied. I'm sorry. Jesus said to them, give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God 
what is God's? Whose image are you? Huh? Whose image are you? You're made in whose image? Well, give to God what is God's. Hallelujah. Give yourself to him. Surrender to this. Surrender to Trinity. Amen. Give to God what is God. It's not talking about your pocketbook. It's not talking about just your time, just your money. It's talking about your whole image, the likeness that you were created in. Jesus Christ made you in his image and in his likeness so you can be a part of what they are. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Give to God what is God's. What tarnishes image? What tarnished image? What tarnished in the garden? What? Sin, disobedience, right? Adam was perfect. Adam was made flawless, right? But sin tarnished the image of God. Tarnished it. It was unrecognizable to, to God anymore. Adam, where are you? Where are you? I don't see you. All right, sin tarnishes the image of God. And you know, the devil hates the image of God. He hates you. You know why he hates you? Because you remind him of God. You look like God, and he wants to destroy everything that is like him. All right? So he attacks you. He attacks your mind. Oh, you're no good. He attacks your thinking. He attacks your heart, your emotions. You're not measuring up. You're not like God. Eat of the fruits. Then you'll be like God. Sin. Then you'll understand what it is to be free. Uh, isn't that what the devil sounds like? Sin tarnishes our image. But I thank Jesus that he came. The Father sent him for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. If you're excited, you should shout amen right now because I'm preaching better than you're shouting. I'll tell you that. You should shout amen. God loved you so much. He said, no, I love this image. I love this image, and I'm not going to allow sin. I'm not going to allow it to tarnish my image. If I took a picture of your mother, and I said all kinds of blasphemy, <laughs> blasphemy, if I said all kinds of cuss words, right? If I cussed at her, at a picture, it's not even your mom, it's a picture, all right? And I said, yo, you're ugly, you're fat, and you're this and you're that. How would that make you feel? You'd be mad? That's not your mom. It's just your picture. Why are you mad? So what if she's ugly? <laughs> Why are you mad? Because that image represents who? Your mama. And you love your mama, don't you? We'll talk about relationships with mom if I have time later. But you love your mother, and you can't stand for anyone cussing out the image of your mother. You wouldn't stand for that. You'd want to pimp slap them just like uh, St. Nicholas pimp slap Arius, right? Shut up! Right? God hates it 
when the image is tarnished, when the image is being attacked, when the image is being ridiculed. God hates that your image has been ridiculed by sin. God hates that your image has been ridiculed, put down by the devil and his lies and his schemes. God hates it. And he said, no more. I will go. Jesus said, I will go. Father, send me. I got this. I will redeem all mankind. I will redeem the image again. They will be like you and me. They will share what we shared in before time before time was ever created. They will share what we shared. Go to, uh, go to uh, where is that? John. John 17. Go to John 17. I didn't write it down. John 17. Uh, there you go. Right there, right there. Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may glorify you, for you granted him authority over all people. Say authority over all people. Say all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you've given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now glorify, and now Father, glorify me in your presence. With the glory I had with you before the world began, right? Keep going. I have revealed you to those whom, I, whom you gave me out of this world. They, they were yours, right? They were his. You gave them to me, and they've obeyed your what? Word. They know that everything you have given me comes from you. Keep going. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted. They accepted. They knew with certainty that I came from you. They believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I'm not praying for the whole world, but I pray for those you've given me, for they are yours. All I have, say all, is yours. Keep going. And you, sorry, and all you have, and all you have is mine. The glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them. Wow, that's the love of Jesus. Just the love of Jesus. Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be what? As we are one. <laughs> so that they may be one. As we are one. It's always been about relationship. It's always been about unity. It's always been about togetherness. It's always been about family. It's always been about relationship. Sin came and tarnished, but Jesus came and redeemed. Amen? Sin came and destroyed, but Jesus came to lift up and create. Amen? You are a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away. Behold, look, everything is made new. Why? So that you can be welcomed and redeemed into this relationship. That is the beauty of relationship. That is the beauty of God. And that is what you're welcome to today. That is what you're welcome to. Amen. How should we then live? How should we live? You know, I can think back at all my broken relationships. I want you to think back at all your broken relationships. And I'm pretty sure that it was sin that broke them. I'm pretty positive that it was bitterness, that it was jealousy, 
that it was money greed, right? That it was pride, right? I'm pretty sure that it was selfishness, jealousy, dispute, separation. All that is sin, guys. It's all sin. It's all garbage. And what did it do to your relationships, all your broken ones? It broke them, right? It destroyed them. It destroyed them. And if you think now you still have broken relationships that you wish you could mend, but you don't know how. I'm telling you today that with God, what seems impossible, it's possible. We were made to have relationship, not just with those within our congregation, but with everyone we come in contact with. How many humanities are there? One humanity, right? How many humanities did God redeem? Yeah, you can say it confidently. One. One humanity God redeemed. Amen. Now, who and how, sorry, how should you treat your brother? Your, your fellow human. Do you want them to see this? Or are they just outsiders? Do you want them to know the beauty of this relationship? Or are they just like, eh, they're out there. My friend, we need to challenge each other and ourselves to see everyone as redeemable. To see everyone as a pre-Christian. To see everyone welcomed into that. Amen. Because if we see ourselves as separate, as, you know, like we, we, we like to see ourselves this way, we don't, but we've just so, grown so accustomed to division through racism, right? Division through, you know, economic status, division through all kinds of things. We just draw lines, you know, I just did my taxes and I hit this tax bracket, you know. Whoa, I'm getting taxed more, you know. That's not good. <laughs> you know, divisions between income and whatever, you know. Why do we love divisions? I'm telling you, man, the devil's math, math is d dividing and subtracting. That's what he likes to do. He likes to divide and subtract. The math of heaven is multiplication and addition. Amen. That's the math of heaven. Don't get stuck in this division. Hallelujah. All right. How do we mend and keep what sin has broken? Number one, if your relationship with God is broken, you need to repent. That's simple. And repentance is the most beautiful word there is. It moves me. The word repentance moves me. You know why? You know why? Because it means that my mind is shifting. My mind is different. It's not like it was. It's not tarnished. I'm going back to the things of God. Amen? Repent. If your relationship with God has, has strayed or is broken, if, you've, if you know that sin is causing a divide, God hasn't left you, but in your mind you're leaving God. God hasn't you know, walked away from you, but in your mind you're walking away from God. I am calling you today to repent. Amen? Repent. Come back to Jesus where he's waiting for you. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit say, come. Come to this because this is good. This is good. Just leave the sin that divides. Broken family, 
If you can make it right, make it right. Amen? Amen. If you can just forgive and move on, forgive and move on. Make sure that you're right with God and your family. Even if you can call us, hey, man, you know, I know we've gone through some stuff, but I just want you to know I love you. You know, I, I forgive you. I'm not holding anything against you. If you can do that, why not? Why not? Amen? All right. With the world, love the world. For God so loved the world. Amen. The same love should be in you. The love that God has for the world should be the love we have for the world. Turn to uh, Philippians 2.6 really quick. As uh, Adam comes up. Sorry, can you go to 5, verse 5? Who loves the Bible? Good stuff, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, humility, value, say value, others above yourselves. Not looking into your own interests, but each of you to the interest of the others. In your relationship, say relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature Theos, God, right, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. Keep going. Being made in human likeness and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled, say humbled, humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. You know, we say, well, you're in Christ now, therefore you're Christ-like. This is what it means to be Christ-like. This is what it means. In your relationships, humble yourself. Jesus, being in his very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he humbled himself, taking on the very nature of a servant and was obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Can you humble yourself today? Can you humble yourself today? Not to some sort of dominating God, some sort of God that wants to stomp you on the neck and keep you dominated. Is that the God we serve? No, that's not the God we serve. But can you humble yourself to each other? Ephesians says, be humble one to another. Submit yourselves one to another. One to another. Look at the person next to you. You can submit yourself to them. Look at the other person. You can submit yourself to them. Not only can you, but you are commanded to by the Holy Spirit. Submit yourselves one to another. Amen. That is what Jesus looks like. He looks like submission. He looks like love. He looks like servanthood. Amen. Stand up to your feet. Man, I've got so much stuff that, you know, I don't know how Joe Joe does it. I mean, he does it every week, and he's really good at it. Maybe I should preach more. Maybe I'll get better at it. (laughs) Joe, if you're listening, maybe I should preach more. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Here's the calling for you. Altar workers, if you can work your way up here. Here is the calling for you. Number one, if you're not in right relationship with God, come to one of these prayer workers. They're going to pray for you. Submit yourself to God. See yourself welcomed. Thank you. See yourself welcomed to the Trinity. And if you know that you have broken relationships with one another, maybe they're not here or maybe they are, make it right. Make it right. Close your eyes, everyone. We're going to pray. Heavenly Father, Father, you're so good. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, this Trinity that's existed in eternity past, this relationship that has always been the Father loving the Son, the Son loving the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit loving the Father, and so on, reciprocal love that's existed forever. Lord, you welcome us into that relationship. You say, come to that relationship. You say, set aside all your sin, all your wicked deeds, all your selfishness, your self-centeredness, and come to this, because this is good. Lord, I pray that everyone in this room would in their heart, Lord God, know that they're welcomed to this relationship. That they would know, Father God, that from eternity past, you thought of them. You've known them forever because you're omniscient. You know all things. Lord God, and all you long for is relationship with them. Lord, and your desire is that they long for the same with you. Father God, I pray for every broken relationship. Lord God, every hurt, every pain. You know, there's healing for brokenness today. There's healing for pain from the past. Come to the altar. Father God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that those, Lord God, would, uh, that, are, that are broken, Lord God, would come for healing. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands all over this place. Just worship the triune God right now. Worship Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Worship Him. Come on. Come on, hands raised. Hands raised. God is here. God is here. God is with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want prayer, come up to the front right now. There's broken relationships that you know you need to pray about. If your relationship with God needs some strengthening, come up to the front right now. God is going to meet you here. Hallelujah.
If you're standing next to the one you love, someone you have relationship with, I want you to hold their hand. Hallelujah. And if you've been left alone, I want you to look around <laughs> and grab somebody's hand that has been left alone as well. See, there's a thing about relationship that is natural. It brings unity. And there's a thing about holding hands that's beautiful. See, hands represent the work of man. And when we hold hands, what we're saying is we're working together. <laughs> we're working together to build this community, to build this unity, to build this relationship. Just lift up those hands, those held hands. Lift them up high and say, Jesus, here I am with my brother and my sister longing for what you long for wanting what you've always wanted unity love and relationship hallelujah give the Lord a hand clap of praise praise him in this place come on hallelujah come on sing Jesus together. My heart was restless. My heart was restless.